Who raised you? Crime? Mistakes? And these motherfucking bitches? Y'all comedians know you've been biting the hate no TK on. shit for too long. TK. Motherfucking TK. Yeah. TK said, build a bridge and got over it. Want the spot, but he holding it. You controlled, he controlling it. This shit clay, he just molding it. Had to beat all of them cases. Change all of their faces. Who raised you motherfuckers? They ain't think I was gonna make it. Keep it G to a G. It's always me versus me. Never me versus him. Cause I can't be like them. Stan Latham put me on hold. But this ain't glitter, it's gold. How you gonna say no? And you don't really know. Who raised you? I'm so sorry I just came back to you. I got so what much made going. you just hit me up now? Well, after the holidays, I was with my children. And when I'm with them, I'm, I'm on the phone, but I'm not, like, doing my due diligence. And today I'm in New Orleans on my first day really back to work. And I'm going through my DMs. And I'm looking to see what interview I want to do, because that's what I do. I look based stuff on, it's so many interesting stories to talk to people about. And I saw how yours is back. And I said, I hope she's still alive, shit. So, yeah. Oh, like, my story? Call. Ooh, it's a hell of a story. <laughs> well, let me, <laughs> let me be the judge of the hell of a story part. So, where are you from originally? Camden, New Jersey. Are you from Camden? Yeah. Okay. I live in uh, Atlanta now. Yeah, no, okay, from Camden. Okay, I'm hit. I'm hit to Camden. What school did you go to in Camden? Um, as in like middle school or high school? High school. Uh, well, at first I was going to Penn Tech, uh-huh. and then I kind of had gotten to like some trouble. Yeah. And then I started going to. I went to this place called the Yes Program. Have you ever heard okay. of that? Nope. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. Okay, so it was like a, I would say a detention center, a lockup facility. Right. Um, so I just, after, like, I guess my freshman year, I was just in group homes, and then Lakeland, then the Yes program, the children's home. I've I kind of been the Together program. i kind of been everywhere. Okay, so, now, now why is that? Where's your mom? Where's your dad? Okay, so my mom is in Jersey. My dad is out here. I just, like, bought some flowers. I'm I'm actually about to go to his office and give them to him. Because nice. I, like, I have no one. Yeah, my right. dad, he's kind of mad at me right now. Uh-huh. Now, why? What'd you do? I started, <laughs> I started dancing because um, I needed to make money. Right. And he went in there and saw it? No, he, he wanted to see my dad's bag. And then my dad is African, so. Ooh. Yeah. Now he, so he knew what the he knew what the bag was. Well, once he went in there, I have all my dance heels, stripper clothes, like you know. He, <laughs> so so what, like, what what provoked him to go in your bag? Oh well, well okay, that's me. My dad always goes. Well, I, okay, I, I don't want to like kind of jump around. So right. can, can we start from the first, the beginning? Yeah, that'll be fine. But let's okay. do this first, and I'll go back around. This is my show, so just to let you know. Okay, sorry. Okay, thank you. All right, because I feel you get in trouble already because you like to run shit. But you ain't going to run shit over here. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, so, okay, so the bag, dad... why did he... Slow down, slow down. So why did he go in the bag? Okay, because I guess it was just out. I, like, came home one day, 
uh-huh. and my bag was open, and he was right. pissed. And I'm like, because my dad, he, he used to just always just go in my room. I, I always used to be like, what are you looking for? Like, like what are you looking for? Right. You know, so he always kind of used to snoop around, which is understandable. This is good. Was like, you know? Yeah, this yeah. is good. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, so, so he saw that. Yeah, so basically that's what happened. Mm-hmm. So he saw that, and what happened after that? He was like, cursing me the hell. He was like, um, you, you just, he was like, I just can't do this in my house. You have to go. And oh. I'm like, I have to go. Um, cause first of all, okay, because I already got in trouble for weed. Not not smoking it in the house, because I, uh-huh. I already told my dad, like, I won't disrespect the house, you know what I'm saying? So oh. I did smoke it outside, and. I guess it's just some exotic or whatever, and it's just right. wrong. Like, you know, it might, it's just, you know, when someone doesn't smoke weed, right? they just really smell it. Like, you know? Right, right. They got their nose. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so after that, I was just, like, in the same predicament I was years ago, where I'm like, right. I have nowhere to go. But this time it was harder because I'm not from Atlanta. I have no friends. So now did your dad did he really put you out? Yeah, he did. Um, what do you call that? What's that word called when you it's like a court order to get kicked out? Evicted. Um, evicted. Eviction notice. Eviction notice. Right. Yellow paper. Because he just can't put you out because you have been living there for a while. Yeah. So he had to do paperwork to do it properly. Yeah. Mhm. Wow. Yeah. He was yeah. really pissed. So like. I, yeah, I know, and I'm, I, I guess, yeah, I didn't make a bad decision, but I was just trying to, like, I don't know. Cause, now, how old are you? Uh, twenty-three. <laughs> okay. So you got see, yeah. see the thing about twenty-three-year-old, you still got time to get it right, right? You still got you still got time to get it right. So now. We're gonna take that part. We're gonna put that to the corner for a second. You still got you still got mm-hmm. time to get it right. So your upbringing, your mother's in Jersey, your dad is in Atlanta. So do you think because your family, your mother and father separated, that you started acting the fuck up, or are you just a bad seed? No, that's the thing. I was never really, I was never bad. I just, okay. like, I always got in trouble for talking too much in school. Like, it was just, like, talkative. I never really, like, you know, fought a lot. Like, uh-huh. I never really fought unless someone touched me first. I only fought in the program, you know, okay. girls, you know. But I never really fought like that, you know. Um, but bad, no, I think I'm, okay, everybody likes to say this, this, and this story. I just. I just feel like I don't, you know, it's like I don't have a lot of, I don't have no support actually at all. Okay. So it's like, you know, when you try, when I try to talk to my family about, but my dad, let's talk about him. When I try to talk about him about certain situations that really hurt me, uh-huh. not that he did, just what happened to me in the past. He never like, it just, it was never acknowledged. And I don't know, it was just never acknowledged. I guess that's a lot of smoking weed to kind of. If you get what I'm saying? Right. I'm I'm listening to you. I'm I'm gonna let you talk and then I'm gonna I'm gonna hear everything before I start giving you advice. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it was that. So I was just you know, doing that and then um like I want my own spot and stuff, but I just 
I feel like since I've been in those programs for so long, right. like, um, what was it, 15 or 18 or something, and um, uh, after that, I had, like, went to my mom, because she never wanted to do family um, counseling with me. Right. So I um so she did it for one day and canceled on me, which was messed up, right? Right, so right. I, oh, yeah. out, I know that really let me down, but it's okay. Um, so when I came out or whatever, I literally went to my. You know, it gets cold in Jersey. It's winter. I have no winter jacket. I have a suitcase. I go right. to my mother's house. I get the door slammed in my face. So now I'm like, oh my god, I was in this program for this long. I come out. And I'm like, it's like one into one in it going. Uh, your mother yeah, hadn't seen you came in a out while. being an adult. Yeah, your huh? mother, your mother hadn't seen you in a while. You come home, ring the doorbell. She opens the door and slams the door on you. Yeah, you know how sad I was. I had. Shit, I'm so sad. sad. I had to ask this guy, could I stay with him, right? And he just wanted to have sex with me and stuff. I just didn't want to, honestly. Yeah, so he, like, though. threw out all my stuff. No, I didn't. I didn't. You did, he threw out all did. my stuff in the lawn. So I didn't after that. I had to go somewhere else. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to live with people because they want to have sex with me. I just go to a shelter, right? So I stayed in the shelter for Aww. a little bit. And then, yeah. So then I stayed in the shelter for a little bit. It, I'm, like, trying to hold back tears, okay? So right. I stayed in the shelter for a little bit. And um, I, I think this person that um I had met, was, I call him an earth angel. Yeah. Because he literally came in my life when I really needed him. And okay. So, and, uh, you know, it really helped me out so bad. I needed that help. I didn't know where I was going to lay my head at. Right. And it was no, I ain't had no coat, I ain't had no money, I ain't had nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right, I'm listening, I'm listening. So the guy, um, he wound up just helping me, just being genuine. And I, I, we actually helped each other, you know, you know, um, and then, um, after that, I just finally asked my dad, um, his mom, my stepmom, she used to be so mean to me. Like, she used to do voodoo. She used to be really evil to me when my dad wasn't looking. Because I, right. I used to have a joint custody when I was younger, right, with my parents. Mm-hmm. So I used to come here, but my dad is a workaholic. So um, he was. I was never with him. I was always with my stepmom. And she used to be so mean to me. Like, she would lock me outside on the balcony for hours in the scorching heat, throw me in a deep freezer pool, and, like, that's, you know, that's why I'm, like, scared to swim now. Um, just, like, really mean shit, make me sleep on the floor. Like, you know, just mean stuff. Right, like, yeah, you know, mean. Mean. Yeah. Yeah, mean. so. Yeah, so so now it's, like, me and my dad never really had a connection because I was always with her, right? Right. So now so many years, like, my dad really doesn't know me. And, and yeah, I do have a lot of trauma, but I'm not attacked. I'm so positive. Everybody knows me for being happy and smiling, you know? Uh-huh. So, um... So, yeah, and I just kind of, and then I had wound up getting in an abusive relationship when I got to Atlanta. Okay. I met this guy, thought I really liked him. I really did. And, um, like, the guy was, I don't even know why I dealt with that for, like, three years. That was really wow. bad. It was okay. really, really bad. He, like, broke my nose, like, knocked out Damn. my nose. I know, and, um... It's some like something. It's not something wrong with my eye, but you know, if you ever heard of floaters, it's like if you get hit in your eye too hard, 
like it would be like a black speck everywhere you look. You see, like right, right, like right. That. Yeah, so that happened. I told my dad. He just didn't give a fuck. That kind of, but um. Stay in, with my dad. stay in one spot, sweetheart. Don't walk around, okay? Okay. So I started um, staying with my dad. Right. Because um, when I was in Jersey, I just couldn't take it anymore. Because the guy, he didn't have his stuff together either. Like, you get what I'm saying? Right. He just helped me because he knew I was in a shelter. And right. he knew I, I'm in the damn shelter. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's just like, that's fucked up. Like, I can help you. But he didn't even have his own stuff, his place, you know? Right. So he, it was just like I didn't want to be a burden to anyone. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, um, I just talked to my dad like that. I, I, you know, I don't have all the answers. At that point, I was 18. Right. Was I 18? Yeah, I was 18 or 19. I forgot. I'm like, I don't have all the answers. Like, I really need help. Like, you're my father. Like, I need some type of help that's different than friend help. Like, you know, blood help that right. cares. You know. It, cares about me. Yes. You know, so then he wound up helping because he broke up with me. Like, that's why he let me come. Uh-huh. You know. So, um, so yeah, I've been doing that. And then that's where um, then he found out. I was guessing. And now I'm just, now I'm just making, I made these, like, flowers. I got to show you. It's really, really pretty. Um, I'm putting it in a box and I painted the box and I'm about to take it to my dad's office and just talk to him because I can't, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm like, stuck at once again, like, you know? Right. So now, before you do this, slow down now. So here's what's yeah. important. What's important is your track record. What have you done in the past to make him so upset? And what I mean by that is, what have you done in the past to make them so upset that you didn't keep your word? You did this. If he lets you back in, you're going to do something again to make him upset. So what are you willing to do to make yourself better? Because you've got to make a great a, a, a executive decision before you go sit with him. Because if you don't keep your word this time, you're doomed. And what I'm feeling is that you have worn your welcome out. This is not the first thing. It's it's numerous of things. And they keep accepting you and keep letting you in, but you keep doing stuff to make them say, fuck you. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, just with the way, yeah, the weed thing. Yeah. That's the, but guess what, though? Okay, I wait, 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 wait. Is the weed, the weed, is that the only thing? It's other things prior to the weed, right? Yeah. Okay. And how it's bad was those things? Because some, so here's the thing about crime, even though it's not crime. So they never get you on the shit you got away with, right? It's always the smallest fucking thing. And this is just a way. See, weed is really not that bad. But because of your past, I'm telling family. you, that was super bad. Right. Bad. He he acted like he was crack cocaine. Right. But what I'm saying is, it's all the other things to that. So now, it's the weed, it's the stripping, mm-hmm. all things that he's against because he has his own business. That means he works hard. He does the thing. 
So he's trying to figure out what the fuck went wrong. So yeah. you got to go in there with, with not tears in your eyes, because that's not going to... I know. <laughs> because he don't give a fuck about the tears, because you got them before with the tears. You got everybody with the tears. But they felt sorry for you. And you lied to them. Pretty much. You lied. So you got to go in on a whole nother, you got to take a whole nother approach. And I really think you should think about it before you go sit with him because you may not have another chance. Where are you saying that now? Well, that's the thing because I'm at an Airbnb. I, I um, like, you know, it, it's like adding up. I can't really, that's why I have to talk to my dad because I don't know what I'm going to do, you know, so. So when you go in there, you got to have a plan when you talk. Listen to me. you got to have a plan when you talk to him. You got to say, Dad, I'm a young woman, and I made mistakes, and I apologize. I said, I know I've told you this before, but can you give me one more chance? I stopped smoking. What are you going to do about the dancing, babe? See, I on like on some real stuff. I don't even. I've really been striving to be positive, like real talk. Like so I've been friend, trying to do oh, like some oh, entrepreneurial. Listen to me. Stuff. What have you done mm-hmm. about the dance? How are you feeding yourself? Well, um, yeah, I've been just doing like some intern work with my friend, and I just been getting paid like twelve an hour. But I do still dance sometimes. I'm not even going to lie. I can't stop right. that. So if you, what happens if he finds out again? I'm just going to quit. I, I really have, I'm so serious about this because. No, I you got to quit before wanna... you go see him because that nigga's going to come check on you. Yeah, then I'm going to quit before I do. Yeah, don't go see him yet. Wait about another two, three weeks and try to stack some money. You ain't stacked no money yet. Yeah, I mean, I have, but the club I work at is really slow. I work at Glaze. It's super slow. I'm not going to lie. Because it's like my money, I don't. Yeah, I do Uber, so that eats up my money. This this damn Airbnb been eating it up. Right. I do save what I can. I save what I can. Yeah, but you got to, listen to me, you got to stop all the way before you go back to your dad. You got to look him in your eye. You got to look him in his eye and have a clean slate. You can't have one foot in the game and one foot out, and you're sitting there asking him to help you, and you're still dancing. Because that's going to hurt yeah. him. Like, you came to my house with the flowers, and you're still dancing. He, not, he ain't going to deal with that shit. So you yeah. got to do it right, babe. If you're going to do it, do it right. Be so that when you sit there and talk to him, you have everything together, your mind together, your heart is in the right place. So that's what I'm saying. Wait about two weeks to a month. You ain't got to go today. I, that's the thing. I don't know what I'm doing to me. That's you the thing. That's why I'm kind of... No, because this is, this Airbnb, like, it's, no, I don't, I really don't. That's why, because, look, I, this was my plan. If this didn't work, I was going to see if my friend was going to let me 
stay over there. So, Go see your friend first. Well, my friend said to see my dad first. Yeah, go out, go there and lie. Go there and say you saw okay. your dad. Yeah, don't go see your dad yet because you're not ready yet. So don't do don't do your father like that. The young lady, your friend is going to forget. Your friend is not going to trip. But go see your friend. And once you see your friend, you, I need you to put a plan together. So you're going to work either six weeks or eight weeks, and you're going to work hard. And you're going to save every dime, and you're going to give your friend a few dollars, too, for letting you stay there. Because you can't stay there with free unless you negotiate with your friend and say, hey, do you mind I'm not pay rent for about eight weeks because I want to save eight weeks and I'm going to go stay with my dad or I'm going to get my own place. If they say no, then you tell them how much you can give them every week or every two weeks. But you got to have a plan. If you have a plan, it can work out, but you just can't go wing it. But I, I would not let you go see your father, and you're still dancing. Yeah. You can't do that, you can't do that hon. You can't do that. Oh, hell no. If I saw my daughter's dancing, I, I'll go. I'll take my shoes off and go up on that motherfucking pole and smack the fuck out of her. Yeah, every day I don't want to dance. I, every time I dance, I know it, you don't. It just gives me money, you know. I'm just trying hey, to get right. myself. You know, that's I why I'm trying to get higher. I went to school for dental assistant. Couldn't get higher. That was a real slap in the face. Really tried, so I just said, okay, I'm gonna come back to it. Then I just did this. I was really against dancing, but I just needed the money. Mhm. Yeah. Hello. Um, let's let's say I'm just reading something. Honey. Oh. Yeah, I just um. Yeah, we got to get this together. It'll be alright, but like I said, you cannot go see your dad. Cause it's been days. Dead. I just been like, I just want to check the fuck out, and just all this will disappear. Then I'm like, that is true. You can't. I can't. You know, I can't just kill myself. Can't. No. You can't what, man? I was just like, um, a couple of days ago. I just wanted to just end all this. What do you mean, try to die? Yeah. Oh, girl, I was smacking your head. I'm so serious, cause it's yeah. like I just. Let me tell you about life. Yeah, let me tell you about life. What makes life so amazing is that you have 365 tries in a year to better yourself. 365 tries. Not one day, not two days, not three days. 365. This is what God has given us. 365 tries. And then you know what he does? If you make those 365, it gives you another 365 tries. So my point is, if you don't achieve what you want today, guess what? You got tomorrow. And if you don't achieve what you got tomorrow, you got the next day and the next day. And that's how you have to go 
through life thinking. You can't say, oh, I'm going to end this shit because it's bad today. You can't end this, say, I'm going to end this shit if it's bad tomorrow. That's insane. That's like buying a car, driving it for a few days, and say, I'm tired and running the motherfucker off the road because you're tired of the vehicle. can't be tired of life. You just got to make just a little bit better decision. It's not that you're doing anything wrong. You're just not planning perfectly. You got to plan. No. Yeah, you're not planning. You're just going. You're just going all out at 100 miles an hour. You got to plan. Like, what you getting ready to do, go see your dad today? That's crazy. I'm glad I called you today. You got to go to your friends and negotiate what you can do, what you can. Then, after a month, go see your father. So when you go see your dad, guess what? You are already working another job. You're working, honey. Can't be dancing. If he finds out that you're dancing, you got a problem. Yeah. I personally don't even like dancing. I was about to go today. I'm like, I don't want to do this shit. I really don't. But sometimes I just can't. I cannot physically do it because it just makes me, sometimes it just makes me feel weird. Like, you know when they say, like, your flesh and your Mm -hmm. spirit? Like, my spirit does not like it at all. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to see if I can get you a job in Atlanta. It's tax season. Hold on a second. I'm going to see if I can get you a job. Hello. I'm here. You know where I had saw you? Where? <laughs> um, you had did a, a interview on um, this is in DJ Blaine. I'm like, this guy is cool as hell. For <laughs> 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 real, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna say something to him, and I was surprised. You had seen it. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 you know, God does what He does, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I sat here and I saw it and I was like, what the fuck? And I saw it a while ago. And I think I did say something to you, right? I said I'll reach out to you soon. No, you just saw it, so I deleted it. That's why I'm like, how did you see it? I just, I unsent it. Yeah, I saw it. I said, it's still there. It's still in my DM. Oh, so that unsend button really don't work. Okay. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, I saw it, and um, I'm sitting here. I'm just resting because I want to go to Angela Yee's party tonight, and I'm oh trying to God. debate because that's my baby, you know. So I'm thinking about going. I know, be fun. I know she's a little freak on the low, ain't she? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't. Is. I don't kick it with her like that, but probably so. I can see. I know I she's funny tell. though. I know she's yes, funny she though. Is. Angela is. I love oh my god. Club. Yeah, I love that show too. But they like my brothers and sisters, you know. So they always show me mad love. We always have so much respect for one another. And I'm trying to decide to go to her event tonight, but I'm just so damn tired because you know I travel so much, and even when I'm on vacation, I travel a lot. So, um, oh. you know, so I'm going to saw your thing. I said, I got to call this sister. 
and the day was having the day. And to all the people who be hitting me, to my fans that's listening, I want to tell you that you can't just hit me one time. You have to you believe in something. You got to keep DMing me because I'm not just one person sitting in a a room all day and reading DMs. Like I I, I have businesses and I do things and I'm a dad and I have to take care of myself and I can have peace of mind. I got to balance all this out. So you got to stay on top of whatever you believe and reach out and reach out and reach out. And I'm going to get to you. I swear to God, you know, I know this sounds crazy. One time I, it took me four years to get to a nigga. He hit me before he went to college, right? (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I returned his message after he graduated. Oh, my gosh. I felt so Mm -hmm. bad. But it is what it is. Nothing I can do. He graduated. That's right. Right. At least he graduated. You're right. (laughs) Yeah, at least he graduated. So it was, um, I mean, that many people hit me. Like, I get hundreds of DMs, hundreds of some of the crazy stuff. Okay, here we go. This is my man right here. Hold on. We'll see if we get you a job. All right. Hey. Hey, what's going on, man? Would you sleep? Nah, I sitting here doing some work. I had a client on the other end. Oh, okay. So listen, see, I'm, I'm, ladies and gentlemen, first let me do this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the TK Kirkland Podcast. Um, you heard me with my man C and his tax company a couple of weeks ago. And C, I'm calling you for your assistance today. Um, there's a young lady in Atlanta who is dancing, thinking about committing suicide, killing herself. A dad found found out that she was dancing, got put out the house, smoking weed, et cetera. And she wanted to go back to her father's house, but she's still dancing. And I said, don't go back to your father's house because when you go back to your dad, you got to have your shit together. I said, so go to a friend's house and stay there for like about a month. And then I said, you know, I could probably get you a job. Let me call my man, which is you. What a, her name? She's on. She's on the phone now. Young lady, this is this is important. Before hey, I go, how you doing? How you doing? When I say this is one of the most solid men on the face of the motherfucker earth, and if he can't, he's gonna help you. But I want to tell his story into the world. Um, me and C, he is out of Detroit. Do a lot of concerts. Just a good brother, and C introduces other people to other people. They think it's good people. This is how this world works. So his friend got with me and behind his back was asking me for money to put this event on. And I gave the kid the money and the nigga scammed me. I called him to see who's on the phone now. He could have hung the phone up on me. He could have said, TK, I ain't tell you to do that shit. I don't know. I don't know what to to tell you, brother. He paid me back every fucking dime. And what was crazy, he still stayed the nigga's friend. That's how honorable this man, even if you're a bad person, he finds the good in you. So, see, I want to know if I could hook this young lady up to meet you. See if you could hire her around the office or something so we could try to change the life if possible. 
because of tax season. Right, right, right. Definitely, definitely. We're definitely open to uh, creating new business opportunities. I'm definitely open-minded to uh, other adventures as well. Uh, I got another number of different resources. It's just really just, you know, just sitting, having a conversation, just finding your strengths. Right. Um, you know, own own strip clubs, dealt with a lot of individuals uh, in the entertainment industry, in the nightlife industry, from, you know, from uh, bartenders, waitresses, dancers, from that, that aspect, and have seen a number of them and actually have mentored a number of them uh, with developing their own business platform, business structures, is just outside of just uh, you, you using that platform, you use that platform to get to the next platform, but mm-hmm. we have to figure it out what it is and you that your passion is first. Right. You know, your passion is everything. You don't want to wake up doing something that brings a smile to your face and you got a lot of energy when you wake up and go and do it. You know, not something that just, you know, just to do the past time, which we, you know, we call a job at that time. You know, right. that job is there. <laughs> that job can be mm-hmm. a, a fucking nightmare sometimes, you know. So uh, you got something that you love to do. We, we got to create a passion to see what your interests are and you know, what direction. Because I told her she had to have a plan. It's like she don't have a, she's 23 years old, see. Mm-hmm. And she's just out here at different places and, you know, she doesn't have a plan. I told her that that structure and I didn't want her going to see her dad, and she's lying to him, and she's still dancing. I said, mm-hmm. you can't do that, babe. I said, you get caught again lying, and and and, and, the, and the dad is African. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Right. The dad's African, so, you know, his 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 beliefs is his beliefs, and he, she, she's stuck. So I'm going to give you his number, sweetheart, when we get off the show. And you give him a call, and you go meet with him at his office. When I say I vouch for this, I won't take a, I won't take a bullet for him, but I'll I'll, 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 I'll tell that nigga I'll tell that nigga to duck. Right, right. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, like I, you don't understand how much I appreciate this. I, I really do, and I like I just want to show you, and I like definitely will not let you down, and I am really grateful. That's a beautiful thing when I hear that word because I love changing people's lives, and he does too. And that's why when you're sitting here talking to me, I said, you know what? Who in Atlanta can I send you to that will actually give you a fair shot? His wife is beautiful too and honorable and just a good person. And, and while he's on this, i got to let him give a shout-out to his tax company. Um, see, why don't you go ahead and tell the people about getting their tax services done um, at your spot right now while we're on the air. Right. We're offering um, a free estimates at in and out tax service. Uh, the website is in and out tax.com. Uh, follow us on social media at in and out tax pros with the S on the end. Uh, we actually uh, can do your tax returns remotely. Uh, you don't have to be actually in the office. We can actually have an actual app where you can upload your information. We can give you an estimate. One thing about it, we want people to understand of educating themselves as well as within their taxes because, you know, at the bottom line, you want somebody to give you the benefit of of maximizing all your, 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 your income rebates. You don't want someone to just say, hey, let me figure out and put some things in here to accumulate a maximum refund that can get you audited, that can get you, you know, basically penalized to where you can't file taxes for a few years. 
you know, you want somebody to maximize your tax savings, and those, these are some of the things that we do, as well as uh, price, price, price monitoring. We don't gouge individuals as far as pricing. We want to make sure that you know you're paying good for your uh, tax returns, and not just because you're getting eight thousand back, somebody want to charge you eight nine hundred dollars based upon how much you're getting back. I uh, want everybody to know and don't um, take that as just you know what 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 take take it for face facts because of what they tell you. You know mm-hmm. you have to more so uh, understand of where is that if someone gives you a price, break that price down to me. Uh, give me a little bit of understanding of how you accumulated this price. Don't tell me you accumulated this price on my tax return because. I'm getting eight thousand. You feel like you deserve eight hundred, ten percent of what I'm getting. It's a lot of tax returns, a lot of tax companies that are out here like that. So we've wow. been in the business for yeah for well over twenty years, and we're educating people, bringing people into the tax industry. Uh, we definitely would love to um, have individuals to just you know try us out, give us a free estimate as well. And um, this is something that's definitely open for you and and anyone else that's out there that needs to get that free estimate. Our eight hundred number is eight five five out fast you can schedule an appointment we have uh, actual individuals preparing taxes across the country so we do have a number of different resources that's probably in your area and that's 855 out fast and ladies and gentlemen let me also tell you when you give them a call and you go meet with them or you're doing a phone call them about opportunity to start your own business see this is not no people that just do your taxes they change in the world Little by little, you can actually start your own business in this tax game. Just ask them about that as well when you do your thing. I told you this is the type of show that I teach you. I bring you people that can do your credit. I bring you people that can um, um, banks around the world who actually deals with Afro-American people to get you bank loans if your paper is right. All right? And I got people like this gentleman who can do your taxes, but turn around, take your taxes, turn around, and you come there to do taxes one day, you have made a multi-million dollar decision because you went into business with this brother. And we all got, believe me when I tell you, as I travel this world and I'm in Dubai, I'm in Saudi Arabia, I mean, I see so many different things. Afro-Americans really got to find a way to stick together. Not like you ain't got to be a motherfucker's friend. But when you see each other, say hello. When you see each other, always think about it. I want to share this story with both of y'all on the phone before I let you go see. I'm talking to this man from the Philippines. Skinny, but he's thankful he's in America. And he says to me, he says, TK, he said, you know what's wrong with the people in America? I said, what? He said, no one understands the word opportunity. He said, I was raised in the Philippines where everybody that makes less than a dollar a day, no government assistance, no tax companies, nothing, people like C, people like me, to help people out. You have to go for yourself. People get up in the morning and they ride to the city to get trash out of other people, get trash out of people's houses to eat what they throw away, to come back and feed their family. And a word that's so simple that people don't think about, what we have here in America, I want everybody to remember this word for the rest of their life because it's so easy. You have opportunity. 
If you wake up every morning and you say that to yourself, you'll be surprised what you can take advantage of. Like I just told this young lady, and she thought about killing herself. I said, don't do that, babe. I said, you know what you haven't seen? I said, God gives you 365 tries to get it right. And it ain't no close in after 365 tries. You know what he does after the, the three. 165 tries a year, he give you another 365. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> See, you feel me? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it don't stop. Like, ah, you use your 365, is it? Nah, he give you another 365. Right. To get it together. <laughs> That's right. That's so right. Every day. Right. Every day. Every day you, re- you refresh and refresh start. And it's a restart day every day just to make life better. And, you know, I, right. I, I, I speak on that very, very highly because um, I'm basically one that, 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 that mentor individuals about opportunity. There's so much opportunity out here, but at the same time, everybody want it, but everybody don't want to prepare themselves to put the work in to get it. Yes, and there's not nothing that comes easy. There's ups and downs in it. There's struggles in it. You're going to run into boundaries that you know you got to find a way to get around and hurdles to get over. But you got to be ready for these challenges. You know, you got to be ready for this day-to-day. You know, other than that, you just got to find yourself a job to where you can go punch somebody's clock and mm-hmm. run somebody's line, assembly line, that don't <laughs> consist of you thinking, don't consist of you doing anything but relying on a check from making somebody else rich. Making somebody else opportunities, you know. And this can change your life, huh? Because you're twenty. This can change your life because you're twenty three. Mm-hmm. This can change. You're twenty three. You got nothing, but it's nothing but uphill for you. But what you have to understand, I want other young women and men who are listening. Stop trying to grow up so fucking fast. See, you got here dancing. You got here smoking. And you're not prepared to be. You can't. You can't pay your mortgage. You can't pay rent. Yeah. You walk around here without no fucking coat. It's cold. You gotta stay a child and let your parents take care. That's what parents are there for. If they love you, they take care until you're prepared. Stop to all you motherfuckers out there listening. Stop trying to grow up so fast. Me and this brother got money, and it's still a challenge for us. Yeah. Every day to maintain the money you got, to make right. sacrifices, this... to continue to invest Ooh. the money, put it in the right direction. Yeah, that people think this is because you got it. You know, uh, 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 you're supposed to be, you know, successful. Everything's supposed to be happy. No, now that you got it, you got to figure out how to maintain it, how to make sure that you put it in the right places to continue to grow, you know. You mm-hmm. you could you could put a flower in your house today, and if you ain't watering it and nurturing it, it's gonna die. Right. So that day to day, it needs to be nurtured. Day to day, your finances need to be directed in the right way. You need to be able to manage them in the proper way. Now, mm-hmm. thinking that tomorrow, you know, you're gonna basically get that right back if you haven't planted that dollar to 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 put those seeds in place to grow. You know, you as you're planting them, you're planting them to, to create a harvest. You know, not to just continue to see, you know, a plant here, a plant there. No, you want to continue to plant more and more plants. Right. So that's where you're putting your, your, your income in. You're putting your, your, your knowledge into to, to where you want to create residual income coming in. So right. I'm 23 now, 
you can look back at 30 years old and whether you want to get up and go to work or not, you have created financial wealth for yourself. You don't have to get up and go and do anything because you already put money in things and places to where it's it's making you money. You know, whether you want to work hard that day. What I'm loving about what I hear, see, I don't think she understands. And what we're trying to say, hon, you're 23. 30 years may seem like a long time, mm-hmm. but that's it. It's three blinks, believe it or not, when you get past 30 years old. So in 30 mm-hmm. years, you'll be 53 years old. And what I'm seeing for you is a multimillionaire, if you listen to this brother. When you go into his office, and y'all hit it off because he's based things on character as well. And he's going to put you in the right right direction. If you follow this, you this will be the most money you will make in your life without getting a – you can't even make this kind of money on the pole. Some people can't even make this kind of money going to college. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I'm so right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, he, and, he, and he's definitely right about that. You, you definitely can't. You know, make this kind of money because it's 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 and no it's no capital. Good about myself, also, right. you know. Yeah. And just know I'm doing the right thing. Yeah, know? definitely, so, definitely. And yeah, it's no it's cap, it's no cap on your income. And the great thing about it is, now you can reach out and inspire others because guess what? Everybody that thought you couldn't do it and saw you somewhere in one place in time in the club and doing this and doing that, and then they all of a sudden see you make a change. Yeah. Now you're going to be able to see people gravitating to you. Why? Because you created something for them to gravitate you, to you for. So it's a difference versus someone out here that basically doing nothing and you're going to look at them and they're going to look at you. With, what is it that I can get out of you that I haven't got myself? Nothing. So it's nothing right. for you to even gravitate to those people for. Mm-hmm. So as you, you know, sit down for these next couple of days, you know, these are some of the things that, you know, we can, me and TK both can say. We can give you the book, we can give you the game, but if you don't open that book and you don't apply that game, I mean, it's still it's still just a book just sitting there. Mm-hmm. You know, you, it ain't doing you no good because you don't you didn't get no information out of it, and the information you did could have got out of it, you didn't apply it. You know, you didn't apply it to your life. You know, so as you're looking and thinking these next few days, look at yourself, look at the people around you, look at your day to day activity, how many hours of a day that you're spending. On social media, how many hours of the day that you're spending talking on the phone about nothing that's equivalent and not a dollar? How many mm-hmm. people that are around you that are not accessible to what you're doing? If they can't be a part of your growth about what you're doing, you need to put them on pause. Yeah, we love our people. Yeah, we love our friends. But love don't pay our bills. You know, right. Love don't create success. So we have to put them on pause. We have to be, I mean, we can tell our spouse the same thing. You know, you got to go on pause right now. I got to create my life right yeah. now. That's right. You know? So exactly. you have to You have to do that. We can't tell you who to put in and who to put out. You got to evaluate them. You got to mm-hmm. evaluate whether they're going to be an asset to you mm-hmm. in your future, what plans that you're going to get ready to make in your transition. Once you make that transition, everybody around you need to be positive attitudes, positive assets, to where they're going to be a part of what you're trying to do and the movement you're trying to make. I totally yeah. agree. And this would be a great way when you come back into your dad's life to be successful. Ain't nothing like coming back a winner. Yeah, you know, that's exa- That's what I wanted to do. That's what I want to do. 
I want well, to you have the opportunity it. right here. See, I know you're busy. Thank yes, you, sir, family. Yes, sir. And I'll see you soon. Yes, sir. Okay, God bless you. Hold All right, on nice talking to you, lady. You. Good luck to you. Um, see, I'm going to give you her my number. I'm going to give yes. her your number, and she'll give you a call. She'll text you first. I said, this is a young lady from the phone call. Tell you not want anybody calling you. And then we'll rock there. No problem, no problem. Appreciate you guys. Okay. You have a great Thank one. Thank you, Pam. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. So I think we have a plan. I'm just, I'm so happy actually. It's like I can feel like hope coming back, you know. So yeah, yeah. You got you. You have an opportunity. You have an opportunity. That's what you have. And you, like I said, as long as you have an opportunity, you got a shot. Right. Now is my time. Like, you know, right. opportunity, now is my time to put in the work, you know. And I'm so ready. I was just waiting for some pumpkins. Well, I'm glad I reached out to you, honey. I really am. I'm, I'm so happy that um, we called. Okay, let me do some announcements real quick for my show. Uh, Yeah, I just was straight chilling. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I already told you what's up. And it's about to go down. So next Sunday, catch me in New York City. Um, I'm looking forward to this. At the Royal Coast Diner, 3260 Boston Road in the Bronx, New York. Um, for, for, for more information, call area code 718 612-6997. Um, that's with my man Ray Dijon. All right. Um, just follow me on my Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland and you will uh, find out more information. We have some more shows for you too. Um, well, I'm in New Orleans tonight, so by the time this thing comes out, this show will be over. So I got to find you guys while we're on this phone. So also, February 1st, Super Bowl weekend is about to be on down in Brickell. Um, Florida, ladies and gentlemen, at the um, crazy, I don't know what damn theater I'm performing at. All right, it's gonna be done a bit at the Flamingo Theater Bar, um, in Brickell and Dade County. Super Bowl weekend is gonna be off the chain, ladies and gentlemen. Got my man Warren Sapp hosting the event. If you know anything about sports, um, a beautiful club, um, two shows only on February 1st, okay? That's the Super Bowl weekend. And then we're going to hit live on Sunday. Uh, if you know anything about live, that shit going to be off the damn chain. Then I on, heard about um, that. <laughs> oh, yeah, live is popping. Then we had the trilogy, ladies and gentlemen, uh, 85 Flatbush Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, on um, January, Saturday, next Saturday, January 25th. All right? That's the um, trilogy, 85 Flatbush Avenue um, for tickets. Seating's at 8.30, so time is 9.30. And for more information, you can go to online tickets to www.laughaholics.com. All right? Um, you can reach out to Ray Dijon, Erico 718-612-6997. All right? Hold on. I got a lot of shows coming up. It's just crazy. But I'm not complaining. I'm so thankful.
I truly, truly am. What else we got going on here? What's coming up? Oh, also, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to watch the number one comedy special in the world, the T.K. Kirkland Show. The T.K. Kirkland Show, um, but it's Who Raised You on Amazon Prime. Got a couple of interviews coming up with Mike Tyson, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to catch me on this um, podcast. Next couple of weeks, you'll also catch me um, with Alexa Texas, a um, porn star, in a couple of weeks. I didn't even know who she was. We were sitting there talking, and she thought I knew who she was. I was like, I don't even know who the fuck you are. You know, like, we're doing an interview, <laughs> and I did it, but I didn't know she was a star in her own right. And I talked to her just like a gentlemen should talk and I had it just melt in my hand. I thought that was just a beautiful thing to see the power of a man's conversation when a a woman truly wants to listen and just be a better, better person altogether. So I got to find this other thing real quick. One second. I'm really happy about you because that gentleman is the, is the man. To, um, yeah, I'm so happy. Yeah, he's the guy. I'm telling you. Really and and it's so crazy. You called before I was going to go over there. It's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then we're done, ladies and gentlemen, January 22nd and 23rd. If you know anything about that spot, it's off the chain. 2870 Linden Boulevard, all right, in um, Brooklyn, New York. Make sure you get your tickets. Then on January 24th, where I'm at the Mint, in New York City, all right? One Ring Road, West Garden City, in New York City, okay? Then on, okay, we got January 25th, and we got, okay, cool. So that's it. So, ladies and gentlemen, if I offended anybody, you fucking deserved it. Um, this is the comedian, um, the jewel dropper, T.K. Kirkland, leg spreader. Um, and when people say leg spreader, it's like pretty much um, women trying to give it to me. And I do try to, I do appreciate you trying to give it to me, but I'd rather give women knowledge and direction and a lot of love in this universe. And that's the thing that I give back to everybody. I try to help them out as much as I can. And I wish you the best, time. So what we're going to do, we're going to end the show, and I'm going to call you back and give you my man's personal number, and you give him a call, and you guys rock from there. And remember, have a plan. And structure a plan yeah. before you go see your dad, okay? Okay. Thank uh-huh. you. Um, and bye, podcast. Bye. Okay. <laughs> you funny. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> around the world, from Saudi, Saudi Arabia to Dubai, to Oakland, California, to Compton, to Jersey City, New Jersey, to Miami, Florida, to Liberty City, to Chicago, and the tri-state areas all around the world, this is the T.K. Kirkland Show. P.K. Kirkwood Podcast. Shout out to the Breakfast Club, Angelique, DJ Envy, Executive Producer, Charlemagne the God. You heard it here. T to the motherfucking K. Go. Make sure you follow T.K. Kirkland on Instagram at T.K. underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.